Can you hear me? Robin, yeah. can you hear me? All right, we're going, we're going, we're going, we're going, we're going. Hi. What up, everybody? Hello, hello. Happy Hanukkah. Happy Hoffman back. Happy Hoffman back. Happy Hoffman back. <laughs> who, who do we have here today? Uh, Robin Hebb. And? Matthew Hoffman. Uh-oh. Uh-oh. Did I get a... I think I got a soundboard going, guys. This is going to be... The closest oh thing to God. radio ever. <laughs> He's trying to make it more and more like the Howard Stern show with Blow every episode. Your ass. What did that say? I was blow it out your ass. So it's gonna be. It's gonna be a good I one can't today, wait guys. to talk and have this go on. <laughs> hey there, Georgie girl, swinging down the street so fancy free. Nobody you meet could ever see the loneliness there. Welcome to Bad Vice, everybody. Gorian, what is Bad Vice? No, no. Uh, what? Wait, th- you can't do that. Why not? This is not your fucking show, Hoffman. You are a guest. I've been in more episodes than you have. That's true. That's yeah. not true. You can't deny that. I can. How's everybody doing? We all drank last night a lot. Do you have mm-hmm. any hangovers? She no. had half a drink. I didn't drink at all, really. Classic Robin. It's literally like that scene from uh, Super Bad where Jonah Hill's like wasted. We didn't drink that much. I Boy did, I guess. <laughs> Go ahead, you did. I, I barely got home. I was like stumbling. I had two beers. I don't know what you're talking about. Oh, and and a finger of whiskey. And half a finger of whiskey. That was three. It, it was a it was a two shot. One quick thing. Oh, here we go. Classic. Now we're back. Okay, we're good. We can start the podcast now. What is bad vibes? <laughs> Um, what is Bad Vice, Matt Hoffman? Bad Vice is a podcast between a young man marching on to the U.S. border from Honduras. And Goran Valetic. And Goran Valetic. <laughs> <laughs> and that's what it is. And they talk about... <laughs> they read advice columns and they offer their own spin. <laughs> Two people with a lot of life experience. <laughs> Right on. Yeah, that's great. Um, yeah, so welcome to Bad Vice. Again with Hoffman. Rob's leaving soon. Uh, it's going to be a different format soon, you know? Sorry, I dropped my phone. Soon it's going to be me and Gorian. Hello. Um, yeah, let's just get right into it. Um, any musings from y'all? I saw a guy tripping fucking balls this morning when I walked here. Really? Yeah. Was it Gorian? <laughs> <laughs> no, he was like, he was out of his mind. He was wearing nothing but... Um, Old, nothing but net. Nothing but net. Uh, jeans and a garbage bag uh, as a shirt. And he had long hair. And he was in a... He was standing against a brick wall with his hands, like, kind of being, like, sheltering his Robin face. Robin was praying. And he was just, like, had his face pressed up against the wall. And he just was, like, mumbling some shit. And he, he was clearly trying. Are you sure he wasn't a Hasidic Jew? But you do that? Yeah, the when you go to Israel at the Wailing Wall, you just press your face in there and you, you wear like, garbage. Mumble. You wear garbage bags and that's a kippah, Robin. Okay. Oh, by the way, it's uh, it was Dufferin Street, so obviously mm. he was tripping balls. Oh, okay. Yeah. <laughs> you, you rub your face on a wall? Yeah, something like that. Why? It's the only wall left of the original temple. What if someone like rubbed their ass on it? There's you get shot. Well, someone probably did though yeah, at probably. some point. Yeah. Now you just. They don't actually rub their Getting face your nose it. in there. Um, so we're done. Uh, I got a, I got a, I got amusing. Someone, I'm amusing. Why, wait, why? wait, wait, wait. Okay. Someone okay. just donated $500 to my Indiegogo campaign. What Indiegogo campaign? Who was it? <laughs> was it Marilyn? No. What Indiegogo campaign? Um, so oh, here we go. I, I do want to plug this. Mm-hmm. And it's my platform. Shared with Gorian. Hell yeah, so. dude. And me. Um, and Gorian helped make this movie. So uh, we made a movie in the summer called Ride the Rocket. And it's a porno. <laughs> <laughs> no, you think of right the cock A TTC porno. <laughs> yeah. And we're raising money to help get it all finished. We're trying to raise uh, $3,000. So um, there's an Indiegogo campaign, and maybe I'll link it to oh, on yeah. our website. So check it out, guys. Check it out. And check out our trailer for the movie. It's great. Have you seen the trailer yet, huh? No, but I have seen the film. That's true. You saw a bit of... You what do you saw think of it? I saw a cut. I think it's very good. It's, nice. it's changed a lot. Well, thank you. That's yes. nice. There you go. You got it right from the horse's mouth. Wow, yeah. Guys, hey, Matt Hoffman. Nay. I think you're better <laughs> than that, dude. Um, okay, my quick musing is... Uh, tell me if I, I already talked about this, but... You know, on the, you know when you're on the subway and they have like advertisements? 
Yes. You ever see the advertisements for TTC memorabilia? Yes. Hey, here's a great Christmas gift. A pint glass with you ch- Finch You brought Station. this up on the last one. Fuck. Okay. <laughs> Moving on. Um, I talked about peeing at the urinals and going way too early, right? Yeah. I went through everything. Okay, here's the last one I'll do. Um, sure about your weird thing where you like prevent your pee from coming out? The pinching? The pinching. That's a different the story, pinching. dude. Okay. Um, why? I, th- I kind of find it offensive that phones... The mode where like you're you spoil like it turns off everything is called airplane mode, but I don't fly enough for it to be like airplane mode. Like what fancy guy is always flying that needs the airplane mode? These just two call, fancy guys. Just right call here. it the phone off mode. You know, it's like oh, it just turns off everything on your phone. I don't turn my phone on airplane mode when I fly. I turn my phone on airplane mode more often on the ground than when I'm on an airplane. Every night I turn my phone on airplane mode before I go to before really? I go to bed. Yeah. Hmm. You don't do, get that, a hold do, of not, do not disturb or whatever? Nope. Just turn it all off. Okay. I just okay. want people, you know, you know, they call, go straight to voicemail, they text, doesn't get delivered. They know that, you know, I don't have time. Right. Let's get into some columns. Okay. I got something really good. Do we want to squeeze that in the middle? Yes. Yeah. I'm going to start with mine. Okay. Which I haven't read yet. I only read the, I only read, I don't, you know what I mean? I like to read the headline and the question. I don't like to read the answer until we're on. You like, you like the live aspect yeah, of it. Yeah, the live aspect. Here we go. E, this is from E. Jean, the, the the great. She is one of the greatest advice columnists of the modern era. Of the modern era. Mm. Ask E. Jean, should I be worried about my boyfriend smoking? Oh. He does pot so much. I'm afraid it's ruining us. Oh, he does. The pot. Gorian and Robin story. <laughs> I wrote this in. Do we not do this last week? Is this the one you did? I can't remember because we did one. Keep reading. I had a brief affair with with a musician this year and felt so... We already so did this one. <sighs> we did it last week. We did it last okay, week. Okay, then I'll just pull... Fuck. Someone doesn't listen Someone to Someone doesn't us. listen. This is a good... This, is, this will relate to last night. Okay. I said no to a threesome, and now my boyfriend <laughs> is punishing me. <laughs> good? Yeah. By the way, we did not we have a threesome. We had a threesome. <laughs> no, we just like... Everyone's going to think that we're having threesomes. No, we went to a party and someone was trying to, there was a woman there trying to facilitate a threesome with her two former, with her two lovers and it wasn't working very well. And neither, none of the lovers are us. Yeah, none of the lovers are us. We're the lovers on the bridge. Anyway, recently I hired a new woman in our office. She's young, pretty, and petite with long blonde hair. Just how I like them, you know. Men absolutely love her. You should have the soundboard ready to go yeah, while you're I'm reading right. this. You're right. Come That's on. True. Woo! Uh, <laughs> I invited her to dinner I with can't my boyfriend. Take it anymore. Is that good? <laughs> yes, thank you. I invited her to dinner with my boyfriend and me one night because she was new in town and didn't know anyone. The woman got drunk and asked if we could have a threesome. My boy. <laughs> I should give. I'll, I'll do pauses after the period. Sometimes you, you know when yeah. I'm gonna do it. My boyfriend, who also works at our company, said yes. I said no. I'm really bad oh, at this. I know, I know. You know what? I'm going to put it down for a bit. No, no, no. I think... This is good. This is okay. good. It would be a bad professional decision because I'm her superior. My boyfriend was crushed. He really wanted the threesome. <laughs> it, ca- leave this. it caused a huge fight between us. I hate her. She has no work ethic. She lies and misses deadlines. I wish I could fire her, but I can't. It's not my decision to make. So I have to suck it up and watch her flirting with my boyfriend five days a week, which he is encouraging. In a nutshell, I've never hated someone so much in my life. I'm normally a happy person. How do I make peace with this and move on? Signed, Hateful Hannah. Bruh. Man, that's a lot to unpack. That was really good when you played the sad music. <laughs> I love the soundboard. It's a, You know what? I want, what I want to do is like, we can have people call in as well, and like their thing will get picked up on there. So we can do call-ins. We can do pre-planned segments. You know, I can record some stuff and play it back for y'all. So it opens up a lot of things. Okay. Sweet. Oh, what do we feel about this before we dive into the answer, which is short? Sorry for turning my head away from the microphone. <laughs> I saw it in your eyes. I, I raised the back of my hand towards you as you did <laughs> right. that. And you're like, Ugh. I'm sorry. So what do we think? Um, is she no fun for saying no? But it's work, right? It's so much yeah, work. Yeah, you don't have a threesome with, with, with people you work with. No. Yeah. Not no. that I know. Because they'll do that thing where like they'll be around the office and they're like, hey, last yogurt, want to share it? You know, like shit like that. And you're like, ugh. It'll be like in the office where Michael and Pam, where Michael and uh, Jan kiss. 
and they just talk about it every with every single time that she comes into the office. That's what it would be like. I love that you're just going through that show right yeah, now. Yeah, Hoffman has just time. discovered this great little show called The Office. office. <laughs> well, I finished, I finished watching Amazon Prime's The Romanoffs. New episodes every Friday, available now. And uh, I just needed something to watch. And, you know, I there you go, The Office. Yeah, why not? It's like the go-to thing. It's fun. Um, What are your opinions? Yeah. I, I I think she's probably right. Don't. No fuck. No. Yeah, but what about the, what do you do with the boyfriend now? Dump him. Dump him, start over. It's kind of weird. But all the problem is like that she works with the boyfriend too. Maybe get a new job. <laughs> yeah, maybe just leave. Just leave the country. Just pack up and leave. Let's see what E has to say. Give Eugene. it to us. But first, let's do the Eugene poll. Oh. Oh, how would you handle the situation? One, pull her to the side and express how you feel. Or two, break up with your boyfriend ASAP. Number two. Number two. Two. And the polls show. 88% said break up with your boyfriend. Classic. Those things are rigged. Hannah, my heliotrope. (laughs) Don't get the soundboard going. I don't wish to sully your pure love, but darling, everyone in the office knows Miss Threesome is torturing you and chasing your boyfriend. The man's a blight. A stain on your good name. There we go. Encouraging her, forsooth, get rid of him. And while you're at it, create a new revenue stream. Boost the company's bottom line. Get promoted to supervisor and fire that woman. Uh, Keep going. That's it. Uh, (laughs) All right. right, I got something really good. Do I get to do the soundboard while you do yours? (sighs) No. Fuck. All right. So I found a book that I brought in. Well, no, <laughs> this looks, is a first. He looks so excited. It's 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 a book mainly for Hoffman. Okay. All this right. will be good. There you go. Thank you. <clears throat> How to Succeed with Women by Ron Lewis and David Copeland. Read the back. All of, all of it. Your Roadmap to a Woman's Heart. 11 Foolproof Icebreakers for Any Situation. Ten secret places to meet women. Secret places to meet women. <laughs> Eight great babe baits that bring women to you. Eight keys to successful flirting. Seven habits of highly effective seducers. Seven can't miss tips for asking a woman out on a first date. Six keys to keeping a long-term relationship happy, exciting, and hot. Five central experiences that turn women on every time. Every Three keys time. to improving your sex life dramatically. Learn the secrets of how to succeed with women. So I went through that. If you just open up the um, the the first thing that tells you all the pages, the other one, the other way, dude, the other way. Okay. Just... The table of contents has some great little. Um... Is this from a library? Yeah. Yes. So I just found it, like just People in a have pile been of notes. Like there's yeah, a lot of notes lot in the margins. So I you can scroll through that, but I found some really good bits in there that I just want to read through. So we're gonna talk about the four easiest places to meet women. Okay. Okay. Um, any ideas what that might be? Starbucks. Funerals. Ooh. Bar mitzvahs. And the, the mall. Nailed it. Coffee shops. That's the first one. Yeah. Bother someone when they're Bitches trying to. Bitches love coffee yeah. shops. I uh, don't know if you guys know this, but coffee shops are rapidly becoming the hottest new place to meet women. Since when? Since that book was written. I'm going to check the year. I assume this was published. And let me tell 2006. you. 2006. That book is riddled with grammar mistakes everywhere have you read it cover to cover this did is you, a pre 9-11 book so i think all none of this applies anymore did you did you take this out of the library did you find it on the i street? found it on like a pile of books on the street in like a Amazing. box thing this is great so restaurants Ooh. Well, yeah. when they're eating, when, when they're eating with room. other people just walk up to the table <laughs> hello madam i just wanted to say that looks good. <laughs> so restaurants are another great place to find dates women love to go out to eat the better the food and more expensive, the more women like it. It should be noted that this book is 449 pages long. <laughs> There's a lot to learn, Robin. So women are complex. <laughs> women aren't like a two-sided piece of paper, okay? There's a lot to it, all right? Um, gyms. We've often seen our gym full of chubby, married, middle-aged women who look annoyed when you even glance at them. On the other hand, our students continue to report that they've met women at the gym. Our students. Our students. Yeah, so he, he teaches classes and his this students. It's like that movie with Billy Bob Thornton, remember? Swing vote? Yeah, swing vote. <laughs> no, there's a, he taught a, in a movie where he teaches a class. Oh, Dr. Hancock. Yes. Or no, per- no, 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 no. That's different. There's women's or no, names. Woodcock? That's Mr. Woodcock, different movie. Oh, really? There's a movie where he teaches like John Heater. 
That's that's Mr. Woodcock. No, Mr. Woodcock is the gym teacher. But he John Heater's in that movie though. Oh, oh my god. This book was clearly taken out by a psychopath because there's women's yeah. names written above yeah. these like Candace <laughs> Vaughn, Gianna Michaels, and Marilyn Chambers. <laughs> really? Really? Yes. Hoffman said it's a porn actress. Don't, don't be shy. <laughs> I don't know. Yeah, I know a lot of them. Her name is written above. I'm pretty sure Marilyn Chambers sounds kind of porny too. This So like the name Gianna Michaels is written above this title that says myth number one. If you are nice enough and interesting enough, you will get a woman. Gianna Michaels. Fake myth. <laughs> Fake <laughs> news. In there. You know what's interesting? On the back page, go all the way to the back. There's a list of names. Like a long fucking list. And it's all in the same hand. Oh my god. They're all porn <laughs> They're all porn actresses. Yeah. <laughs> they all are. Pass that. Let me read some names. <laughs> There's like 30 or 40 names. Penny Flame. Ginger Lynn. Belladonna. How um, creepy. Uh, he wants to skin them. It's so Gina funny. Ryder. Bobby Bliss. Gianna Michaels. Kim Chambers. Chanel Preston. I think the Vanessa best part Blue. about that book is on the front. It was clearly Sativa from Rose. What a great Sativa name. Rose. It's from the Toronto Public Library, but there's a sticker on it being like, this is now for sale. We do not want it back at the library. Yeah. With all the names. Um, Carmela okay. Bing. Next, little, little Oral Annie. We're not going to just read all list of them, okay? okay little Oral Annie. Uh, okay, <laughs> bookstores. Women you meet in bookstores will often be receptive to you because they... Because they're nerds. Yeah, because there you will find women who are smart and can't find a guy. Why do you think women read so many romance novels and weird fiction anyway? Many bookstores are packed with women on a Friday night. The other added bonus about bookstores is that many of them have an attached coffee shop, so you can meet a woman and take her right out for coffee. This book is written by two men. To continue the seduction. It just it just sounds like bothering people, like really inconveniencing <laughs> <Just> someone. <laughs> you go to a book, you read books? You must be lonely. For places to avoid t- taking her, the first thing is anywhere dangerous. <laughs> 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 Don't take her to a jail. <laughs> <laughs> That's like, anywhere dangerous. Martial arts demonstrations and professional wrestling matches. Gory what? movies. Strip clubs. That's dangerous? Gory Any, movies? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Any place where there will lots of guys who will hit on her. Oh my God. She's your property now. A nudist colony. An overnight trip. The dangers of a nudist colony? Any place your buddies hang out. <laughs> Don't this bring him here. This is so fucked up. <laughs> it's, there's, it's so funny. Um, he talks about topics to avoid in bed, uh, saying things like, do you think women like guys who talk dirty during sex? Do they? Don't say that. Uh, avoid talking about other women, your love of pornography, <laughs> admitting that you don't understand her or any woman's body, how long it's been since you've last had sex, Ew. Uh, topics not related to sex, like sports scores or work. Yeah, women hate that. <laughs> women hate talking about work. This, can I read this? Yeah, go I just for it. Found? There's a lot of good stuff this in there. This is from the chapter, Being the Man of Her Dreams in Bed. And this little section is called, She Cries During Sex. <laughs> the Robin Hab story. <laughs> <laughs> this is my next movie. <laughs> that's by Robin Hab. Go ahead. <laughs> it is a natural occurrence that some women cry during sex. Natural? <laughs> what do you mean natural? Of course it's for these two guys. <laughs> I'm not crying. It just naturally, like, liquid comes out of my eyes. I'm not crying, I swear. They cry for many reasons, such as the emotion of it all, the intimacy, and because they care so deeply for you as a release after an orgasm, because they might remember a traumatic sexual experience or a host of other reasons. Most of the time, just staying calm and continuing will make everything fine. If she starts crying, just keep keep fucking. When the women react, when the woman reacts to sex with all-out sobbing, stop having sex immediately. Hold her and find out what's going on. If you continue with sex, it will be trouble later. By continuing, she'll think you are insensitive. Oh, that, that one's no good. <laughs> After holding her and talking for a few moments, the majority of women will calm down. <laughs> it's like yeah. they're talking about an animal, like yeah, training like a, a dog. dog. Book. Like, what are you doing? It doesn't calm down. When the can, bitch is in heat, just let the bitch relax. After holding her and talking for a few moments, the majority of women will calm down. You can then move back in for more action. If not, be patient and weigh whether or not sex will happen again that night. Man. Staying alive. Safe sex in the 90s. <laughs> <laughs> Once again, a pre-9-11 guide. Staying alive. Ew, crabs. Oh, man. Um, this one's called The Main Event. 
Many women require at least 15 minutes of foreplay to get turned on enough for sex. 15 minutes? After that, they need at least 15 minutes of attention to have an orgasm. During sex, we recommend that you make her come first. And they spell come C-O-M-E. Ew. No, that's the correct way to spell. Come? Like, come? Really? Yep. As someone who used to watch Sex in the City with the subtitles on back in the day, that's how you spell it. Really? Mm-hmm. They say the word come a lot in that show? Yes. Yeah. Huh. I don't know. That's how you spell it. Come. I'm Come doesn't mean, like, ejaculate, Okay. But why would the two words be so similar? Because some idiot like you know how to spell. So wait, is cum, cum is like the fluid? No, the word cum means to have an orgasm. But then the word coming, it would be C-U-M-M-I-N-G. No. It would be C-O-M-I-N-G. Sure. I don't believe that. That's confusing. Um, I love this book. Yeah. Uh, And I'll do one more before we move on. 10 crucial mistakes that blow the first kiss. And I'll only read the top oh, two. Great. We should, we could do Just an, the top you know two. That we know. Could do an enti- if we each took this chapter book by and chapter. read the whole book, we could do an entire podcast every week on this book. There's it, 400 pages. There's so there's much. Pre, we should call it a pre-9-11 guide to sex. <laughs> <laughs> How to have sex before the world comes crashing down. The six keys to romance. Uh, all right. 10 crucial mistakes. Top two. One, you announce your intention to seduce her. I'm here to get you to have sex with me. I'm going to fuck you. Let's make out. <laughs> Keep going. I'm actually kind of curious. Okay. Only on the second one, but like this Aww. one this one applies to me. The rest weren't as good. Number two, you offend her by saying or doing something stupid. That sounds like you. <laughs> the man who asked his date, why is that all the good women are taken? The man who said, I'm so intrigued of the mind of a serial killer. The rage and passion he must feel while actually killing someone is fascinating to me. I've had girls say that to me on dates. Say what? Girls Sorry. love serial killer stuff. Well, yeah. I, you know, but when a dude's into it, that's fucking weird. It's a red flag. Yeah, because like, how many women serial killers are there? Like fucking zero. Um, Mylene, Mylene Warnos, whatever her name was. Uh, the man. Yeah, women. Yeah, go ahead. The man who offended his date by saying, "I shower four times a day. I have to." Gordon, I don't shower. <laughs> the man. This one's fucking crazy. The man who said about his ex-girlfriend, "Some people just need hitting." The man who invited a woman for dinner at his house, and I think this one's about Hoffman. The man who invited a woman for dinner at his house, and at the end of the date said, to keep this relationship devoid of any sense of anyone owing anyone anything, why don't you pay for your half? He then presented her with an itemized bill of what he spent. Don't say that. That's, that's not like <laughs> me. I would never. There's a whole chapter called Closing the Deal, The First Kiss and More. And there's a subsection called The Secret of Getting the First Kiss. <laughs> read, read the first couple lines. The secret of getting the first kiss is so simple that once you understand it, getting it will be a trivial risk, which I think they mean task, rather than a huge event for the rest of your life. No, a trivial risk makes sense. A trivial risk? It's like something, you know, it's not the a big deal. The secret is... Is the pre-work. Pre-workout. Pre-workout. You take a pre-workout? By the time you go for that kiss, you must have her so ready, so prepared, and so desiring that that kiss that she is more than ready to go. The way that they talk about women as though they are just like these like it's so Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. these things are just like calculate and Yeah, it's it's like there's just steps you have to take. We're all the same. It, it, the, this book feels to me like it was written by like a sitcom writer in the 90s where it's like, women, you hold them, you fuck them, you yeah. kiss them. Men, don't talk about sports. They, they will cry <laughs> due to the intimacy of the sex you are and having. And you'll have to make a calculation about whether or not you should keep going. Yeah. If she all out sobbed. Maybe Consider stop. stopping. It is time We're, for you to stop all of your sobbing. Remind How her that crying is natural. Is that yeah, there's so much that's creepy. The drawings or the list of porn <laughs> actresses <laughs> on the on the book plate at the uh, at the back. Oh, here's a good. The first kiss and the first time having sex is the same. <laughs> If you prime, <laughs> if you prime the woman properly, oh. <laughs> the kiss is easy and seems natural. All you have to do is strap her down. And yeah, if you prime her, like just lube her up the whole body. Men believe that getting the first kiss is difficult, or that there must be some complicated move or line that they are missing. Have you ever felt that way? Honestly, a, a little bit. The getting the first kiss is hard. It's complicated. <laughs> 
with that mustache. Sorry, yeah, thank it's you. It's hard. Oh. Uh, they tend to focus on the wrong side of the problem. Understand this: the end of the date is too late to start preparing her for your kiss. <laughs> you don't. You don't get a summer body in in July. You gotta start in fucking winter. All right. Rather than oh, focusing, I feel like you say that every episode. <laughs> <laughs> You've definitely said that before when I've been on. Rather than focusing on the moment of the first kiss, you need to focus on taking the proper steps leading up to it. The key... Ew. The pre-work. They keep bringing this up. First, Sherry sees you as a friend. Sherry. (laughs) I hate the fake names used in this book, too. It's like Bob. It's the type of names that, like, these people do believe these things. Yeah, Bob and Paul need to be more like... sees you as a friend. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, All right. Oh God. Are we done with the book for now? For I mean, now, I'll never be done. We'll come back to it. We can always just pop it open to a random page. And Your priming date to-do list. All about the priming. Do me a favor real quick. Just go to page 69. Maybe try to like hide like a secret message there or something. Will do. Here we go. 69. Ooh, lips and teeth. <laughs> Elements of, st- of style. Dress and confidence. Lips. And speaking of soft, if you plan to be kissing women, you need to keep your lips soft. If they are rough, women will notice and not want to kiss you. We know it seems petty, but it's true. That is true. It's the only truth that's in this book. Poppin, can I feel your lips? Are they rough? Would you like to feel them? With my lips. No, I'm not going to do that. Yeah. <laughs> Ooh, that's nice. Yeah, and then, yeah, this book is great, guys. The good Thank find, you. Gorian. Thank you. Thank you. All right. <laughs> just gave it's got a really spooky black cover, too, with the white text. It looks How like, a, it looks like, a, true cro- it looks like a true crime yeah, book. Yeah, it's like a yeah. typewriter font. Like, you would expect, like, in the movie, it's like... Don't you have a sound, like a little button on there? Can we read about the authors? It's not a magical soundboard. That is every sound you want at any moment. Ron Ron Lewis is the author of Sexpectations, which I think we should get. Ahuga! And a press agent for Bioengenetics Press. David Copeland is the author of Beyond the Blame Game. Since 1988, he has traveled throughout the nation presenting an acclaimed personal development seminar. I bet it's acclaimed. Sounds like a piece of shit. On the World Wide Web. We're done with this. We gotta move on. You can find them on the World Wide Web. Let's look them up. We'll bring in a little bit more next time. That was all right. That was something. That was a weird find. It was great. Uh, The mind of these men. Can I go? Let's do it. Okay, I have a Dear Prudence. Broody. Dear Prudence. My husband wants us to host his violent and voyeuristic brother for the holidays. Bad sibling seems to be a theme. Yeah. In advice columns. It does. Wait, so it's his brother and he said he's violent? And voyeuristic. He like jerks off in the living room? Well, let's see. True. Shall we dive in? My brother Louie. (laughs) (laughs) My husband has three brothers and his parents passed away a number of years ago. We rarely see his brothers because they all live far away. This Christmas, one of the brothers is flying in from out of the country. This Christmas. I gave you my heart. But the, oh, that's last Next. Christmas. Yeah. Oh, you're right. Um, and my husband now wants to invite the other two as well. The problem is that over the years, the oldest brother has had a number of incidents involving verbal abuse with family members, including one with me in which he threatened me with physical violence. He has also had anger management issues in which he became physically abusive towards people and had to pay damages or has lost jobs due to his temper. The most concerning of his issues has been several accusations of inappropriate sexual behavior towards girls in their early teens. Oh my God. This one is a game changer for me because we have a 14-year-old daughter. Though we were, oh, though there were several accusations made against him, one of which was investigated to the point that his computer and hard drives were removed from his house, none have ever materialized into formal charges. However, he's had... <laughs> Classic, like, hey, 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 Louis wasn't charged on anything, okay? Yeah. They, just, they just took away his stuff, but he wasn't charged with Sir anything. Sarah Silverman enjoyed it. <laughs> <laughs> They love each other. Uh, They chose to live with another family and refused to speak to him or his wife afterwards. Soon after that, he was at our house and made several remarks about how he would make efforts to walk in on the girls who were 14 at the time in various states of undress because he enjoyed seeing them like that. He just told them that? Yeah. Uh, 
Red flag, my dude. (laughs) (laughs) It was. Should have seen it coming. God damn it. If only there was a sign. Interesting. (laughs) They showed no signs of being a pervert. Uh, It was then that I decided I didn't want him around my family anymore. My daughter was very young then, and I was worried that as she became a teenager, she would be a possible target. I was completely on board with the other two brothers, but refused to allow the oldest to come. Possible target sounds like Jason Statham's next movie. Yes. <laughs> Possible target. <laughs> British, no? <laughs> they would be staying at a hotel, but I still did not feel safe with him around my daughter. I feel that with him coming to the house every day for 10 days, with him near her all the time, there might be some unguarded moment where something could happen. My husband is very hurt by this. What the fuck? And doesn't understand my decision. It's causing a lot of strife between us as well as between him and his brothers. I feel my first job is to protect my child, but no one else seems to understand my concerns and treats me like I'm crazy whenever I talk about this because he has never been officially charged and convicted. I am treated like I am blowing everything out. (laughs) Innocent until proven guilty in the court of law. (laughs) Beyond a shadow of a doubt. (laughs) I am treated, uh, oh, because I am constantly asked what could possibly happen and asked to detail the scenario. When I do, I'm given ways in which they would prevent that from happening. It is a situation I cannot see that scares me. Am I overreacting? Signed out of the house. That's like, that's in their fucking blood, guaranteed, dude. Yeah, that's gross. Yeah. Like, to, for the husband who, it's his 14 year old daughter, mm-hmm. to. I'm kind of lost. So, a uh, husband has a brother who... Louis. 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 Who's who, just into weird shit, never charged, but... But has, like, he's been accused of, mm-hmm. like, sexually and physically assaulting young teenage mm-hmm. girls. His hard driving computer were taken from his house, but nothing was found. Right. But he still has physically been... Going to their place. And, and he, they have a 14-year-old daughter, and the husband who it's like his daughter and his brother still wants him to come and the mother is saying no I'm with the mother yeah of course oh, obviously um, since none of us like have children and aside from saying anyone of us friend? what is the most valuable thing or most precious thing you have in your life right oh, now oh that's a great question that you would like losing <sighs> a child question. I think yours might be that OJ picture yeah is that OJ like I literally picture? think it might be that yeah would it be sad for me to say that my laptop it's like three thousand dollars. I said you and Robin. Yeah, I like. I, that's why I said none of us can be in that answer. Oh, okay. Um, I like. We kind of defaulted to like, what's the most expensive thing? <laughs> right. Yeah, but if I don't have my laptop and I can't do my job, and then I'm uh, like, don't have any money and go to a library. I really like the speakers I have up for my TV. <laughs> I really like. Well, but you know, maybe like your record collection or something. Then maybe yeah. I'm in the process of like moving and living out of a suitcase for four months, True. so like I'm just getting rid of everything, and I. The only thing I want to take with me is my laptop and like this cozy red sweater that you guys hate. Chris Chris Kringle over here. Would you rather lose your record collection or your DVD and Blu-ray collection? My DVD and Blu-ray collection. Really? Those are all easily replaceable. And I find that I've had, you know, my DVD and Blu-ray collection I've been building for so long that there's so much in there that I really wouldn't, at this point, like I really wouldn't care if I lost. That's true. I have a a lot of those records like are, they're older and some of them are. I have that Bow Wow movie lottery ticket on DVD. And I remember that. I don't want to give that up, but God, why would Terry Crews? It's great. Um, Should we see what Prudence has to yeah. say? Yeah, I didn't answer that question, but I don't have to. Well, no, it's pretty obvious. Like you shouldn't store your VHSs like that. I don't even have a VHS player. Okay, just saying. How would you do it? Like vertically? You have to do VHS to be vertically. Why? The tapes lay flat when it's they're like that. For the for the what? I'm not doing a film, you a you film preservation you thing. Know. It's not good. I do know it's not good for the for they they they'll, they'll loosen up. So what's Prudy got to say? <laughs> this is absolutely jaw-dropping. You're talking about a man who has threatened you directly with... Oh, yeah, we forgot that. He has also physically, like, threatened the mother with physical violence before. So, and and the dad is... And the husband is still willing to have him come into their house. What's a big house? Well, I would hope it would be, like, yeah. massive. <laughs> um, who's being fired more than once for his uncontrollable rages, who's been accused of inappropriate sexual behavior towards oh, young guys. girls, who has admitted to you that he went out of his way to watch his own daughters getting dressed, 
girls who fled the house at 15 years old and no longer speaks to him and your husband thinks you're crazy for not wanting the brother within a mile of your own teenage daughter and sees nothing wrong with having him spend 10 days in your home with her to say nothing of the danger he poses to you since lest we forget he's threatened to hurt you in the past and it doesn't sound like he's ever apologized for it. You are not overreacting. Your husband is underreacting to the point of seeming comatose. I don't think we should be able to say lest we forget about anything other than wars. Because when you use it out of like a context like that, it's like, oh, did something like lest we forget to record the episode today. I disagree with you. But okay. Yeah, it's just really a it just yeah. it just sounds fucking weird to say it out of context like that. What is like heaven forbid we forget. <laughs> yeah, but like lest we forget is like very like Shakespearean almost. It's just because you've only ever heard it used for Remembrance Day. Yeah. <laughs> it doesn't mean that it's, it's not like a coined term specifically for You're that. You were telling me use lest we forget in everyday lingo? Um, I use it whenever I talk about my experience working at Starbucks. I say lest a lot. <laughs> Fuck Lesbians. you. I say lest we forget. I've never heard either of you say lest nor lest we forget. Well, you don't hang out with us enough. Last Moonves? Also, this 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 brother is clearly uh, the Incredible Hulk. He's Wait, gets, so much rage. Yeah, and he gets fired from his jobs. He's like, "Move me sad now." Yeah, men men can be pretty angry people sometimes. You ever see like a guy? That's why you need to read the book How to Succeed. Yeah. <laughs> Lesson one: Don't freak out at people. What was it? Some people have to be hit or need to be uh, hit. Yeah, some people need to be hit. <laughs> You're one of those people, Gloria. I still can't believe it's just all porn star names. <laughs> It's a lot. Like, Bobby Bliss. Oh, it's so, like, we need to get a black light. Delilah Strong. Oh, God. And just shine it over that book. Every page. Page 69 in particular. <laughs> Wendy Whoppers. <laughs> it's my two favorite fast food chains. <laughs> fucking. Betty Bleh. Oh, Linda Lovelace. He's really going back, eh? One word. Viper. Ugh. Uh, you have every right to be frightened for your own safety and the safety of your daughter, especially since your husband has made it abundantly clear that he's uninterested in keeping you too safe. If you can't count on your partner to help you protect your child from someone who's admitted to watching 14-year-olds get dressed, then why? Then what earthly god is your partner to you? You can. How can you trust him? How can you rely on him? Mm-hmm. Why does he seem to think that the only way you two can take re- reasonable precautions is to wait until a court of law has convicted his brother? This is worth holding firm over, even if it means making separate holiday plans with just you and your daughter. Anything to make sure you don't have to be in the same room with a man who threatened you and that she doesn't have to be in the same room with a man who tries to catch teenage girls undressed. Please look after yourself and your daughter because it doesn't sound like anyone else in your family is willing to do it. I would couldn't even imagine if like my husband and the father of my child was willing to just like invite Mm -hmm. an alleged that pervert. poor fourteen-year-old. Get her like a gun or something. <laughs> That's a terrible. It's such an interesting question, you know. Like, just an interesting thing to think about. Like the family members mm-hmm. of people like that. But like, blood, if you, man. but if well, you're, yeah, but like, blood's that, thicker than water, bro. Yeah, but that daughter. You're, Don't you're, say shit about my family again. <laughs> did you watch Little Children, the movie? Little Children. Little Children. I, I thought I, I recommended it to you. Small Soldiers with Kate Winslet and Patrick Wilson, where they're both married and they're having the affair. It's about Ooh, the suburbs. Oh, yes, yes. And there's a really, oh, yeah, there's a really great it. side story. It's about a suburb. And there's a really great side story about this pedophile who's gotten out of, who's, everybody knows is a pedophile. Really? I think he's gotten out of prison or whatever. And he lives with his mother. And the stuff with his mother is very interesting because you have to watch this woman who, like, obviously loves her son but knows that he's, oh, like, a convicted pedophile. fucking amazing. Very great movie. And great book. Book written by Tom Perota of The Leftovers. And Tom Perota, who also wrote Mrs. Fletcher. Oh, wow. Suck, Suck it, it, bitch. <laughs> I mean, we need that Call on back. the soundboard. I'll get that on the soundboard for next time. Call back. Carrie bitch. Coon, now appearing in Widows, playing everywhere. Wait, so he, he actually wrote that book? Yeah. Is the book good? But Little Children? Yeah. Great. I'm going to go pick that up today. All his books are good. I, I, I didn't fucking like The Leftovers. I'll go pick up that and what's the other one? Mrs. Fletcher. I'm going to read that too. Well, Mrs. Fletcher is great. Um, speaking of pedophiles, what was that movie with, um, is it Alexander Skarsgård? The one who it's like, everyone thinks he is one, but he's not. It's The Hunt. It's Matt, it's Matt Mac Mickelson. Yeah. Okay. The Hunt. I was trying to remember that. Yogden. Yogden. Yes. In the, in the original Danish language. All right. Who's oh, that, that was me. I think I just pressed a, I'm not going to do the soundboard thing ever again. I love the soundboard oh, thing. You're know. like Fred. Yeah. It's pretty funny. It's, it's, it's always late and just. <laughs> That is just the regular sounds of Gorin's apartment. 
Well, that was nice. I've had um, another $50 donation to my campaign. Right on. Oh, there you go. We're, We're up to $650. So if you're hearing this now, she probably is enough, so don't even bother <laughs> checking <laughs> Check it out. All right, I got one. Okay. Uh, this is from a new one. Always Marsha. Marsha, 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 Marsha. Always Marsha. I love, I love that. All right. Dear Sincerely Torn. Dear Marsha. Yeah. <laughs> I grew up thinking I had the same father as my brothers. Uh Oh, no. When I was 11, I found out I don't. Last May, I went to live with my real father, but school arrangements didn't work out. So I moved back with my mom. Then there was family drama. So I moved with my brother's father, who I have come to love as my real dad. But don't get to see him too much. It's all written in like teen speak too. I'm sorry about this. With twos teen and stuff. speak. But don't get to see him that much. Oh I tried God. to call his wife to wish her a happy Mother's Day. But when the answering machine started, it broke my heart to hear her voice. I miss them so much. What should I do? I love both families. Sincerely, Tom. He loves both families? Loves new, both families. New dad? Could you imagine having like four Christmases? That'd be dope. Isn't that a movie? No, I hate Yeah, with Reese Witherspoon and... No, it's uh, fun. Yeah. Could you, but like, even like the split Christmas thing sounds like a pain. Even with like my brother right now, it's like he spends Christmas with like his girlfriend's family sometimes. So it's just like, it's always a thing about like who's going to be And then where another for... Christmas with the clan. <laughs> <laughs> no, no, it's Christmas with the cranks. You have it wrong. Oh, the cranks. <laughs> Christmas with the clan. <laughs> it's all just. What, what makes me. I love when we bash on Gorian's brother because it's awesome. But what makes me a little sad is that his girlfriend is the one who listens to this and then relays the information yeah. to him. So she has to hear. Run. <laughs> Run. Run! <laughs> hey, I got some secondhand racism for you, Steph. Um, well, so two Christmases. How, how would you decide where to spend? You don't have you don't do Christmas, but it's like. You know, maybe you have something in your family where it's like, oh, we're going to Uncle Uncle Joe's for Rosh Hashanah or something. Uncle you know, Joe died yeah. like in the nineteen ninety. But um, uh, <laughs> I do have an Uncle Joe. If you're making that up. Um, I didn't know. I did. Oh, fucking uncles great, you have, great dude. Uncle Joe. Anyways, um, no, it's always been really interesting to me as someone who does never, who has never celebrated Christmas, as like of the importance of Christmas because it's something that you see in a lot of books and TV shows, movies, but like, you know, the decision of where they're going for Christmas yeah. and to bring a girlfriend or something to Christmas. It I'll means so much. For the holidays. Yeah. As an only child, like I... Who didn't get cut up fruit. No, but it's like the one day a year my mom's nice to me, you know? Yeah. Um, Robin, you I can just, play my flute today. I bought you some pre-cut fruit. It would be like the guilt I feel I would receive for not... Uh, attending Christmas with them or at least making an effort. Um, you would be shunned. It would well, be I, shunned to hell. So, like, I had a long-term boyfriend for a long time. Mm-hmm. And, LTB. Yeah, and... He, his, what was his name? And, um, <laughs> <laughs> Let's call him... Louis. Louis. <laughs> so, Louis, his family lived in Nova Scotia, where I, where I lived, but mm-hmm. I would always come home. But he, I thought I lived in New Brunswick. I did. I I lived in Nova Scotia for eight years. I'm from New Brunswick. I lived there for 17 years. You're really making it complicated for us to know you. <laughs> you like lobster. Continue, please. <laughs> <laughs> wow. Um, and so I would go home to New Brunswick for the holidays, and he would come, like, after Christmas to my mm-hmm. house, and then we'd drive back. But it was, like, it was a thing as time, not at first, not when we were first dating for the first couple of years, but, yeah. like, we would always celebrate Christmas together like early, like on the mm-hmm. 18th or something, and then I would go home and then I'd see him after Christmas. Okay. But it is like a, it does take some doing. Hoffman, have you ever spent a Christmas at your longtime girlfriend's place? No. Why is that? Um, because I went to therapy a couple of days ago. <laughs> And he, told, and he told me to try and uh, consciously not talk about Judaism all the time, so I'm not gonna answer that with a Hanukkah thing. So no Christmas. But Your I go therapist to, I go told to, you to not talk about being Jewish. He was like, "You talk about being Jewish too much. Can you please you stop?" Do. No, I said to him like, "Hey, I talk about being Jewish all the time, and it's like the first thing I say to someone when they meet." It's your identity, me. though. And he's, I was, I was like, "Isn't that weird?" And he was like, "Well, I don't. Next time, you just 
when you think you're about to try to mention it, just don't. I was like, okay, so we're not talking about it. Same um, advice for like CrossFit people. Yeah, um, I don't know. I usually go visit my grandparents and my grandparents in Florida over the holidays. I've never even like been here in Toronto during Christmas. So you always had like a hot vacation getaway thingy for like those. Yeah, my grandparents live in Florida, so hmm. I go over there. How are your grandparents? Good. What do they do once they're retired? Like, what do they like to get? My up grandfather's over there? ninety. I th- he just turned ninety. He's a golfer, February. right? He, he's just turned 90. I don't know, if he, but he, like he still goes to the office every day what when he's in he Toronto. Do? He lives in Toronto half the year and he goes, he does the insurance. He goes in every day. Murray Hoffman insurance mm-hmm. for auto, home, business. Don't call. plug them. And uh, yeah, he, Murray Hoffman, our grandfather, he's, my dad runs it, but he still goes, can you stop booing my, everything about my family and Judaism and geez. Right, Anyways, um, okay. I don't know anything about Christmas. Next. All right. Um, let me read the answer. Dear Sincerely Torn. There should be no reason why you can't not love all of them. Each family has been a special part of your life, biological or not. With that said, each family should love you and understand what the other family has done for you and take into consideration your feelings and emotions that are tied to each member. Uh, equally, do not forget to tell your father that you are living with just how much you love him. Not everyone would open their door to a child that is not biologically theirs. He has treated you as his own and therefore has become your father in many ways. Would, what would you do if we, we've talked about this before where it's like you find out something that your whole life has been different why right we want to do the DNA test with you and find out how Jewish you actually are and if whether or not like I think it comes, if Hoffman found out that he wasn't as Jewish he'd kill he himself that, no he would just spontaneously combust <laughs> I did like, the DNA test you did 23andMe I did Ancestry what, is that the spit one yeah what were your results again 75% European Jewish wow yeah. 750% 25% African or something yeah. cool, I bet. A little bit of a Scandinavia in there, actually. No kidding. You look so <laughs> Scandinavian. It's nuts. Uh, okay. I don't know what game was the blonde hair or the... You know, don't you love those people that do those... D- there was something in the news where this girl did a, DN- a 23andMe test and it said she was like 8%, like 10% African and she started saying that she was black you didn't hear about this in the news was that not the woman that no like, that's right no that's that's the girl that's funny that paint that like yeah. put on a lot of dark makeup rachel dole is all you're thinking of this <laughs> is like a really white girl that like went on the internet and started saying like the, the oh, n-word bad barbie. Off. maybe i don't yeah, know what it is it's she bad was, barbie yeah she's uh yeah she's you, you just look up like she has a bunch of rants about how she's actually black and you know is that what it is yeah it's all right okay, music sometimes. About it on howard it was interesting um anyone got any other musings I feel, like, I feel like I saved some, but maybe I said them all. I don't know. I'm still trying to process this party that we went to last night. Like, that, that we went to. It was at my house. Uh, I had a party because I'm leaving. And it was just like a really weird mix of people. Mm-hmm. And Robin had five friends there and her roommate had like 20 friends there. Yeah, we didn't even talk about the girl that almost caught on fire. Yeah. Oh my God, no. No, no, no. Not almost. Did, did touch yes, on we, fire. We, we, we left the party for a few minutes to go visit our friend's new place. Like from across, He just got across the street. When we came back, it's, it smelled like smoke and there was, burnt, <laughs> there was burnt feathers on the ground. And some girl went into the bathroom with her winter coat on and somehow lit herself on fire. And I still didn't hear. How did she? Was she smoking in there? Like, I... How did uh, she was there, a no, candle? there there were like two tea lights in there just like just little oh, on the back of the God. toilet but her her jacket was this like feather thing and she, she sat down on the toilet wearing she, a winter coat <laughs> she was also it's the, a cold seat she was the drunkest person there um which one was she the one in the feather jacket that got lit on fire like a, she must have taken it off or something no after. she wore she but she wasn't there for very long oh. because she was too drunk she just showed up very drunk and was there someone at the party named margarita and another person at the party named pepperoni no, no, that was just... Roni is our friend's Roni roommate. Roni is Kelly's roommate. Oh, okay. I was a little confused. First name, Pepper. Um, but yes, Margarita was, was someone at the party. Um, Margarita. Great name. It's not like the pizza, not the drink. Yes. With an H. Margarita pizza? Underrated, bro. Just some cheese? Man, a margarita pizza and a margarita would be pretty good right now. M squared. We'll open up a restaurant. Yeah. But she'll run it, so M cubed. <laughs> <laughs> Pardon me? M to the power of three. Yeah. Margarita the, the, will run it. Whoa! Yeah. Hi, welcome, hi, I'm Margarita. Welcome to Margaritas. Can I offer you a margarita pizza or a margarita? Yeah. I hope she doesn't start listening to this now. She's one of our biggest fans. She's heard it before. Was that the biggest fangirl? No. Well, okay. Yeah, someone came up to Robin and said, I don't know you, but I'm a big, big, big fan. Big fan. Big fan. Um, all right, I got one quick amusing. Okay. Um, when people use the bathroom and close the door after they're done. You just did that. 
No, no, I leave. I don't close it all the way. Oh, close it all the way. I meant like when you have, when you don't know, you gotta. Yeah. Are you shitting in there? Like it's always uncomfortable when it's just like mm. a, a sheepish like. Sorry. Like they're in there, you know. At a party, yeah, you should leave the door open. Or, but what if you went to the bathroom and it's like you made a you 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 close it most of the way, so there's like I can at least see it's cracked open. I know no one's going to the bathroom with it, just like if it's yeah, closed, turn the lights in off, there. and can't you see there's no light coming in yeah, front of the look door? Look underneath the crack. What are you talking about? Okay. <laughs> what if I'm blind and I'm feeling around? You well, know, I can't feel the light. And the person's just in there silent, being like. <laughs> They won't notice oh I'm God. taking a shit in the dark. God, and the, it's both situations suck because you never want to be in there when someone needs to use it because it's like I better hurry this up. Someone, someone's waiting for me out there. Yeah, you there's know? nothing worse than being like, oh no, under pressure. Yeah, I was at a place recently, one stall, massive bathroom, one stall. How are you gonna do that to us, man? Terrible. I hate that. And the guy's changing in there. Don't change in there. Just change out here. Yeah, like, yeah why not? Um, what do you think about those unisex bathrooms? Like I went to see a play and there was like sinks and then stalls and it was everybody was all together. I I, I like it. It just sounds like I a don't chick's shit. bathroom. I don't want to take like a sit in the toilet next to like some Betty lady peeing. Boo. Yeah, <laughs> someone peeing. That's what women do all the time. But it's different. I saw this great little thing on Reddit that was like. Uh, men probably know like the back of the toilet way better than women because women always sit but dudes are always staring at the fucking back of the toilet that blew my mind if we asked Robin to draw a toilet do you think she'd even be able to or she I can know? draw the, the, my, the back I'm of my toilet perfectly I'm also very stupid so it's hard for me that's true yeah uh, anyone got another advice column I can get one uh, everyone just reaches for their phones now well I don't know um, do you want to do another Dear Prudence? Let's all just read the title of them and see who sounds better. Oh, I don't have a title for this one. Uh, okay. I can get one, though. Hold on. Slate never disappoints. Better slate than lever. You know what? I'm just going to start. <laughs> well, to start out, this is another Dear Marsha. Ew, no, this one's gross. What is it? Help, there's another woman in my boyfriend's life. His twin sister. Ooh. Yeah, baby. Ooh, bring it on. A little incest for the end of the show. A little wincest for the end of the show. Not only incest, like they shared it. Oh, oh, oh yeah. Ooga. Ooga, 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 chaga. Okay. All right. Um, Another one. Okay, yeah. I have been dating Jordan for about a year. He constantly texts and talks about his relationship with another woman, his twin sister, Jess. They talk every other day and plan their social life around seeing each other. That's <laughs> sweet, kind of, but it's a lot, right? You have I'm, a sister. Yeah, I do. Wait, do they live together? Did it say that? She doesn't, doesn't want to plan anything around me, though. It doesn't say that. Some, You know, some people have those, like... I almost, I was like weirdly, <laughs> fucking weird. Some people are super tight with their siblings, and yeah. like, are you super tight with your sibling? Nah, we go to different clans. So. I was gonna say, <laughs> but with some people, it's like their best friend. Yeah, like they would be like, oh, I can't. I'm, you could be at my wedding, and mm. like, oh my god, I have we're friends, best friends. That, are, that are twin sisters, and they're together every single day. Really? Yeah. Yep. Uh, frater fraternal or paternal? That I don't. I don't know. What? Fraternal. Do you nope. know what those two words mean? Identical or fraternal? Yeah, fraternal fraternal means like of the father of the brother. <laughs> <laughs> they look very similar. Uh, okay. But they're not identical. I don't I don't know. Is any are, are any twins like really identical yeah, twins? Yeah, they share like it's like a, a DNA. But it's very, very few and a lot of twins look exactly the same or not identical twins. Yeah. I always like it in movies when it's like twins and they're like, We're twins but they say the same you hop and ready? And, we're, we're twins. twins. Oh God! They always that do that. Really affected me. <laughs> I didn't like that at all. I was all. offended by that. Yeah, I was. <laughs> a little soundboard. Ugh, I feel uh, gross little... now. There we go. You're gonna uh, give yourself applause for that? Okay. <laughs> There's a Let me just do rooster. Uh, all right, let's keep going. <laughs> the uh, oh, all Jordan's friends are Jesses. There's nothing wrong with Jess. She's great. But sometimes I feel like a random satellite caught in their orbit. Jess has a long-term boyfriend who doesn't seem to mind this. He so everyone's fucking other people and she still thinks something's going to happen. Yeah, it's weird. He advised me to let it go as it was a twin thing. I don't, you, don't, you don't get it. It's a twin it's thing. It's a twin thing. But this is coming like from... House. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know if this is actually weird or me self-sabotaging. I dated a string of losers before Jordan. Addicts, cheaters, and con men. Wow, con men. Those are still around? He conned me into thinking he wasn't a loser. He sold me a fake Rolex. <laughs> <laughs> uh, 
um, Jordan ticks every box I have. Sexy, smart, fun, and kind. Okay. And he gets along with his non-dysfunctional family. But she Ooh, just, Mr. non but, but she's literally just describing how she thinks it's dysfunctional. Non-dysfunctional, but yet she thinks his relationship with his sister's weird. Is this from Slate? Yeah. Okay. It just makes me pause when I ask my boyfriend about his day and he tells me what's going on with his twin. Oh, is there no answer to this? Uh-oh. Oh. Well, Look, we, we can get the oh, answer. We can give an answer. I think that... What is it? The the, the the girlfriend's worried that her brother that the, her boyfriend's fucking his twin sister. No, I think I I don't. Yeah, I think it's a non-issue mm. because I don't. Obviously, there's nothing going on with them. She just, just doesn't jealous. like. Yeah. I guarantee you, the it's sister's like, a, like thing. a smoke show, like a ten out of ten, like a dime piece. But they're just like best buds. Yeah, versus like I think the girlfriend they're might also be siblings. like. Yeah. Yeah. Like. Well, here's I think it's like it doesn't matter if they're siblings. It's just like another competitive woman that it's like, yeah, you'll never understand me like my sister. I feel like maybe she has trust issues because she dated so many shitty dudes yeah. before. So she just assumes there's something weird. She'd going have on. to have real bad trust yeah, issues. Like, like, I think my boyfriend's <laughs> fucking his sister. Well, she, and said, I'm worried. she said there's been con men and cheaters and addicts like that's do you th- it's not fucking just, your sister's the I ultimate con, con. I, I dated a con man I dated an addict and I dated a twin <laughs> and you'll never guess who was the worst of them it's oh, true yeah. gross very gross I really like this LaCroix it's really delicious it's pronounced LaCroix um I really like this LaCroix uh I like the I like a slender can. I always buy the Diet Coke in the thin Me too. can if I get it. It makes it feel like, I think it lasts colder. Like, I think it's colder longer because of that as well. It lasts colder. All right. Let's finish on one more Marsha, okay? I don't know how long this has been going on for, but it feels like long enough. <laughs> okay, fine. Do it. Make it quick. All right. Uh, let's do it. Dear Marsha, well, to start out, I'm a 15-year-old girl. Okay. Be careful of Uncle Louie then. <laughs> Whose family is not always the happiest. Don't get me wrong. I love my family. Don't well, get me wrong. Sorry, he literally just said, be quick. <laughs> be quick. <laughs> Sorry, go ahead. Um, don't get me wrong. I love my family. You'll see. My big brother, he is 20. I have two others and an older sister. I'm the youngest. My big brother, who is 20, he went to juvie when I found out. He went to juvie. When I found that out, I was in tears. I used to go visit him as much as I could, but it was an hour drive there and an hour drive back. And the people I live with didn't like doing that. The people I live with? (laughs) You know, the people I live with. My parents? Ronald and Barbara. And Louie. You mean mom and dad? (laughs) When I was told that my brother got moved to jail, my world shattered. He will only be there till October, but he's the one who always tells me, don't do drugs, don't drink, stay in school, don't sit on tables, don't skip classes, and the list goes on. But it's okay to kill people. Yeah. Just don't sit on the table. He was my best friend, my dad. My brother, he is everything to me. But since I'm not 18, I can't go see him. So I feel lost without him. What do I do? How do I get found, so to speak? Sincerely, trying to speak. Uh, it's time to be on your own, kid. Your brother's in jail till October. Dang, dude. Yeah. It always blows my mind when I'm on Reddit and I'm reading stories where it's like, you know, ask Reddit, what's the craziest thing that happened in your life? And like, everyone's like, my brother, he's in jail for 15 years because he... So he hit a cop when he was drunk and I'm, killed him. I'm Facebook friends with a guy, and don't ask me how I know this guy. He came up to me and introduced himself once. Oh, God, I can't and wait. he went to prison with his father because they <laughs> planned to kill the father's mother to get the life insurance money. Like the grandmother? Like his grandmother? Yes. They uh, plot, and, and right before they were going to do it, their plan was foiled, and they were she found out or something. Isn't and that, that called the, the plot police. of like a Michael McConaughey chicken movie? Michael McConaughey? What's that movie? <laughs> it's Killer Joe. It's Matthew McConaughey. Right. <laughs> and yes, it is. It's, it's a great fucking movie. It's a really great movie. When he like makes her great like play blow too. the chicken. Yeah, it's a great movie. Oh, man. Tracy Lutz. I like that kid in it as well. Whatever his Emil name Hirsch. is. Hirsch. He's very good. Very good. What happened to him? Um, I don't know. Probably Went to prison. Change his name to Michael. <laughs> um, basically, Marsha says, write to him. Uh, one, <laughs> just write a letter you'll be able to send photos to one another or you can draw him a picture all of his mail is personal and will have a very special meaning to your brother can you imagine being in your cell Ooh, what do we got here another drawing from your brother <laughs> let's beat the shit out of him <laughs> <laughs> let's kick his ass that was great oh my god that was really funny that was an ad alright <laughs> let's let's finish this up where can you find us you can do you want to do this Hoffman you can find Robin on 
Indiegogo. Yeah. Ride the Rocket campaign. Ride the Rocket check campaign. it out. Check it out. Even $10 helps, guys. Anything even, helps. Even Minimum $10, $10 though. <laughs> you can find Gorian. Here we go. Holding the boom mic. Mm-hmm. Or holding something else. A torch. Else. A torch. <laughs> and you can find me on East 3rd Street. Hell yeah, dude. Right next to the goddamn Hells Angels. The Hells Angels. You can get us on Spotify, iTunes, Google Play, all that good shit. I'm going to yeah. have to start learning how to say that myself now. Badvicepodcast.ca, mm-hmm. Badvice on Instagram, mm-hmm. Facebook. The Romanoffs on Amazon Prime. <laughs> that's where you can find me on Amazon Prime. <laughs> the Romanoffs, episode five. That's where you can find me. You can also catch him uh, discovering The Office for the first time yes. in 2018. <laughs> it's very funny. <laughs> you might not know this. The Office, funny stuff. Da, na, 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 na. Bum, 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 na, 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 na. And then we'll just go into that. My favorite character is Jan. My favorite character is Phyllis. I like Kevin. Well, there you go. Great. All right, we'll see you next Thursday. Happy Hanukkah, everyone. Happy Hanukkah, happy Christmas, happy holidays. Happy Kwanzaa. Feliz Navidad. <laughs> is it over? Yeah. Oh, what's the ending song going to be?